Hey, this is Julie, and thanks for tuning in to Conscious Business. Today, we're going to talk about authenticity, one of my favorite things. And you're going to hear a great story of how my friend Casey took a big risk with her business and how it totally paid off. And she is still reaping rewards today. Can you tell there's going to be a juicy story here? You betcha. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Conscious Business. Today, we're talking about authenticity and how it can really help you to succeed in business. This episode was inspired by a brilliant conversation that I had with my friend Casey D. On the call that we had recently, we were reminiscing about something that we kicked off years ago together. And, you know, we had this time to sort of reflect on everything that has happened since then, how we've both grown, the mistakes, the successes, all that good stuff. And she shared a big thank you. She wanted to tell me thanks for some great advice that I gave her years ago. So I wanted to share that with you today. And I think this is something that you're going to really, really appreciate. And you just might need to hear this this week. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. First, I'm going to share this brilliant piece of advice that I gave to Casey. In the second segment, I'm going to explain why authenticity is important in business. And then in the third segment, bear with me, I'm going to facepalm talk about the Kardashians. So get out of your head and into your heart and let's dive right in, shall we? So I'm really curious, do you have someone in your life who is like my friend KCD, where it's not necessarily the quantity of time that you spend together, it's more the quality of time. So you might not see each other or talk on a regular basis, but every once in a while you jump on a call, you meet up with each other, and you just have that deep conversation like no time has passed at all. Do you have someone like that in your life? Maybe you have a few people like that. Well, for me, this is really important because you guys know this. You know that I'm allergic to small talk. You know I can't stand talking about the weather or anything that is insignificant. I want to talk about real things. And so this is what I love about Casey is that we just dive right into the good stuff, to the juicy stuff, to our biggest challenges and our frustrations, our worst fears. We give each other real feedback because we care. And I know from the very start, because she's very shoot from the hip, I can tell her anything and I expect her to tell me the truth in return. So when we met years ago, we met in a mastermind group that we had both joined to create our podcast together. We had both had a dream of wanting to create a podcast with our business. And so we launched our respective podcasts about the same time. Now, Casey gave me a lot of great advice and feedback for my show. And during our chat last week, she made a point, and it was really kind, to say thank you to me for giving her really, really good business advice. 
Now, my hamster wheel started turning in that moment of reflecting back. Oh, really? What was that? What was that advice that I gave her that was really good? I don't remember having that aha moment with her. And this is really funny as a coach sometimes because, you know, you have a lot of times with clients or with friends where you have a big breakthrough moment, you know, the skies part, the clouds clear, and you just have that, whether it's a face-to-face eye connection, um, a visible change in their physical stature or their body language, and you just know that, you know, your client has had a big aha realization or moment that is significant. And then there's other times where you have a really big breakthrough, but it doesn't happen in that moment or someone doesn't recognize it in that moment and they only put the pieces together later on. These are kind of like aftershocks, right? They've caused a major change in your life as a result of that conversation. Now, both are really awesome. The only difference is that with the latter, you don't always get to see what the impact is that you're having on the other person. So it's nice you know, when they circle back and tell you later on. So Casey was grateful to me for giving her the green light on the name of her podcast. And as soon as she said that, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that moment. I remember that conversation. And she had a brilliant name and I'll share it with you in a minute. And she contemplated using it for the podcast, but she was kind of worried that maybe, you know, it wasn't like professional enough for her business. So what was really going on here in this moment is that she had this divine creative inspiration and she had a brilliant idea to do something that was an excellent reflection of who she is, but, 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 but a saboteur swooped in and challenged her with some limiting beliefs and tried to make her think that maybe it wasn't the right name for the show. Maybe people would judge her or think less of her. And what's really going on in this moment? You know, she's trying to step out of her comfort zone, but her saboteurs are going into overtime, trying to hold her back, right? Trying to keep her away from those edges, trying to keep her right smack dab in her comfort zone. So when we had that conversation and she asked me about the name of her show, I told her it was a brilliant name. It was really sticky and it was absolutely something that she should use. Why? Because it's a direct reflection of who she is. Now to fully appreciate the name of her show, I'm going to share it in a second. You have to understand who she is and what she does. So Casey is a very successful entrepreneur. She has two small children at home or as I like to call them, mini coaches, because kids are always so wise, right? So Casey's, she's a mom, she's a wife, she's a very busy entrepreneur, and she is dedicated, her niche is helping other women in their businesses. So the name of her show is Women with Balls in the Air, right? Isn't that brilliant? Women with Balls in the Air. So I love it for so many reasons, mostly because, you know, it's really cheeky. It's really engaging. People are always going to hear it and raise an eyebrow. And I always love marketing that is provocative, right? It's really sticky. I also love the double meaning. And it's also brilliant because it's very, very clear and specific about who she is targeting, right? It's women, but not just women. It's women who are tough and edgy themselves and who have a lot going on in their life, right? 
So it's engaging, but also very descriptive. And that's what makes it so brilliant. So I gave her in that moment, two thumbs up to absolutely use it, not just because it was good, but because it reflected who she is. The sheer fact that it was kind of an edgy name, it was a little cheeky, it was a little funny, but also really confident and straight up and no nonsense. And that's who she is, right? That's exactly a brand that is an extension of who she is and what you can expect when you work with her, which is what we're meant to do when we're building a brand, right? Now on this call after she thanked me for that conversation that we had, that really honest conversation. And she said that to this day, she still tells people the name of her podcast and people just smile and love it and raise an eyebrow. And they're really, really curious to check it out. So that's a perfect example of having that gut instinct to do something your saboteurs are going to try to hold you back, right? Because they don't want you to do anything new or scary. They want you to stay in the status quo. And here she is listening to her gut instinct. Yep, I'm going to do it because I know that this is right. And years later, she is so glad that she took that risk in the moment, even though it might have seemed a little bit scary. So hats off to you, Casey D, for listening to your gut. And take a lesson here from Casey. If there's something that you have that you really want to do and you think, oh, I don't know, maybe it's too scary, maybe it's too much, listen to your gut. You will always be thankful later on that you have. So thinking of this chat that I had with Casey was a great reminder of the importance of authenticity. Now, the best brands that are built are created because they are unique, because they are clear, and they are authentic. So important. Brands are really a reflection of who we are and what we believe in. So when you're authentic with your brand, this is what allows people to really emotionally connect with you at that deeper level. And this isn't something that you can fake, right? Now, here's something that I want to remind you of. When you are really, really vulnerable, open, and honest, and you share those deep parts of you that you think are unacceptable, that are going to be unlovable, this is truly when we allow people to connect with us right? And it happens at a few different levels. First, it makes you relatable. Sometimes we hold these beliefs about other people thinking that they're so perfect, their lives are so easy, everything always goes smoothly for them, they never struggle with self-doubt, they're always 100% confident in what they're doing. But I guarantee you this isn't true. We all struggle. We all wrestle with imposter syndrome at some point in our life. But when you share out loud what it is that you are struggling with, you become relatable, which is really cool. People look to you and they admire you for your courage, for presencing what it is that you're dealing with. So letting people know that you're not perfect and that you too struggle with imposter syndrome, it really helps them. And now the second way that it uh, benefits you is that it creates connection. It gives other people permission to not be perfect too. So all of a sudden, they can take this big sigh of relief, (sighs) 
because they no longer have to try to be perfect either, or waste all that energy trying to project that they are perfect to other people. And that's really powerful, isn't it? Because overall, that's just a big waste of energy. Imagine that through the simple act of revealing what is going on underneath the surface for you, you are actually empowering other people to be kinder and gentler with themselves. Isn't that great? That's really powerful. That's true leadership. So if being authentic in business is so powerful, then why don't more people do it? Well, I think it's because a lot of people are still scared to be really vulnerable, especially in business. And this fear that we have, it's systemic, isn't it? Because think of what happens when you apply for a job or if you're going after a new piece of business or you're building a relationship, what do you do? Your goal is to try to prove to that other person that you are the best, that you are intelligent and successful and reliable and capable. You want to go down this long list of things that you're good at, right? Because you're pitching yourself, essentially. You want to be the most qualified candidate. So what do we do? We write up a resume listing all the things that we're great at, all the things that we've accomplished. We don't ever sit down and write a resume with all our failures, do we? Because we know that that person is going to hire the best candidate. So really, in the corporate workplace, we're socialized to show only the good qualities of ourselves. But this isn't just limited to business. This really happens in all areas of our life, doesn't it? Whether you're at a networking event, we don't kick off a conversation with a stranger by telling them all the things that we've failed at, do we? Now, same thing when we're making friends, networking, dating. We focus only on the good things. And this is just kind of human nature, isn't it? We're drawn to good things in others, right? Because we admire them. If they've accomplished something, then we know that we can do it too. And especially with confidence, right? Confidence is such an attractive quality in a person. It's something we're really, really drawn to. It makes us want to be around them because we think to ourselves, you know, I want some of that. It's really magnetic. But what we're really, really deeply connected to is the vulnerability in others because that is what gives us the chance to relate to or feel similar to others. While we're drawn to confidence because we admire it, the connection comes from the vulnerability. We're drawn to imperfection because, you know, we have this innate belief that we have to hide these parts of ourselves because we think no one is going to like them. But I have to be honest with you. These things, these exact things that we think no one is going to appreciate, accept, these are the things that you have to share with others. These are the things that you have to build your brand on. And that's just a little bit of tough love I want to share with you. Here it goes again. The parts of yourself that you think that no one is going to like or that you have to hide from others are exactly the things that you need to shine a spotlight on and share with others because that is what makes you unique and relatable. Okay, so if we're so drawn to authenticity and the imperfection in others because it helps us to really normalize what is going on in our life and give us permission to fail, then why 
Why, why, why is our society so obsessed with the Kardashians? Seriously. Now, I spent a lot of time thinking about this because I really struggle with it. And I'm not just picking on the Kardashians. I'm really just using their name to represent any ideal that is unrealistic in our society, whether it's, you know, fake and airbrushed magazine covers or anything that is unrealistic and censored but put forward in our life to look like we're behind the scenes and we're really seeing an authentic, real part of themselves. I struggle to understand why we're so drawn to that. And here's what I've come up with. Now, what happens with a lot of reality TV especially is that it's put forward, it's packaged to us as being really authentic. And we have this voyeuristic feeling because we're getting an inside look at their life behind the scenes. But you have to remember that we're not seeing anything by accident. We're not seeing anything that we weren't meant to. And quite often, it's heavily scripted and really premeditated what we're seeing. So the obsession that we have isn't that they are vulnerable and real. It's actually the exact opposite. It's making us strive for an ideal or a lifestyle that isn't going to make us feel good about ourselves. And while we're drawn to it, it's really our ego that's drawn to it, right? Because it feeds our saboteur, right? We have the good wolf and the bad wolf. It gives us more reasons to feel inadequate and feel not good about ourselves. So we have the head, we have the heart. And the heart is drawn to the vulnerability in others because it allows us to love the parts of ourselves that we think are unacceptable. But the head, the ego, the ego is drawn to unrealistic ideals or fakeness in others because that's what allows us to beat ourselves up, right? To hold us back from doing anything different, hold us back from really, really loving ourselves. Okay, it's time to start wrapping up this episode on authenticity. Now, I know it takes a lot of courage to be authentic. It really does. And sometimes it might even take a lot of vulnerability. And that can be terrifying. I get it. But it's a great gift. And it is always worth it. Because when you open up to others, you let them know who you really are. You tell them that no matter what happens inside of you, whether it's something good, bad, it's a success, it's a failure, you love all of it as a whole, as a complete entity. You love the good, you love the bad. You just love every part of you. And when you do this, you give other people permission to be who they really are. And that is what creates a deep connection from you, right, direct line from your heart, right, directly to their heart. And that is true power. Relationships really are the root of all business transactions. So if you find yourself in a situation wondering if you should hide those imperfect parts of yourself, those things that you might be scared for others to really know about, remember that vulnerability always creates deep connection, not separation. And no matter how scary it might seem, remember, you've got this.